Back to the book now, as you might expect, others immediately told me why someone like me could never make it as a Saturn trainer. One, not enough experience in sales. Two, no automotive management experience. Three, no advanced degree. None of that stopped me from pursuing the dream. Welcome to the Miles and the Markers podcast. Today is Wednesday, April 20th, and I want to thank everybody who has followed the podcast and those who have reached out to me. Many of you know that I took a few weeks off because of a personal family matter. I posted that family always comes first, and I think most people that listen to the podcast would agree with that, that family always comes first. And you know, it's also very interesting to decide when you are doing social media or a content creation task, such as this podcast, what you're actually going to share with your audience. Because when you say, hey, I've got a personal family matter, it's just something that everyone goes, you know, I wonder what's going on. Ooh, I want to hear the juicy story, right? (laughs) And there are a few people who know. Um, But it's not something, when it comes to family matters, out of respect for the family, that you want to share specific details with the general population. It's kind of like we have family, like many of you know, I have soon-to-be six granddaughters. But you don't see me post pictures of them very often because our children have some legitimate concerns about who they share pictures of their children with. So you don't see me post many pictures with um, our granddaughters. Same thing is true with specific information about family and things that they may be going through. It's just not something that I choose to post. So instead, I think of concepts, right? I think of what is a concept that I can share and an idea or something that I've learned from the experience. And that's where I'll go when it comes to things related to private information or personal information or relationship information. Uh, Very rarely will you see me call someone out, even if I have an opinion about someone in particular or something that they've done that has offended me, I'm generally going to address it by talking about what I've learned. And I don't know if that's beneficial or not, but that's the take that I have on it. And uh, hey, love to hear your thoughts too. Not necessarily in a post, but you can direct message me or something if you have a way to approach things and you want to talk about it or give me a call. I mean, my phone number is on the the LinkedIn profile there. Just make sure that if you've never talked to me before that you text me on that number first so I know who you are (laughs) because I probably won't answer the phone. But anyway, let's get into mile 17, share your goals and ignore the scoffers. Upon returning to the dealership, and now I need to get back 
because it's been a few weeks, uh, I had been in the car business in sales and took my first trip to Saturn Corporation in Spring Hill, Tennessee and got to experience what the training world was like from the Saturn trainer's perspective. And so upon returning to the dealership now in the book, everyone wanted to hear my Saturn stories because there are so many amazing stories to tell if you were a part of the Saturn brand. And especially if you went to training and got to do the ropes courses and the trust falls and the culture challenges and things like that. There were so many great stories. And so I get back to the dealership and everybody wants to hear my stories. But the story they weren't excited to hear was the one about my goal of becoming a Saturn trainer. Now think about that for a minute. Why wouldn't somebody be excited about a goal that I personally have? Have you ever had someone come and share a goal with you and you like poo-pooed them? You're like, well, that's a dumb idea. Well, if you have, then I would challenge you to ask yourself, why did you do that? And spend a little bit of time in self-reflection. Back to the book now, it wasn't as if anyone worried about me leaving the company. They just wondered how my ego could be so large as to have the audacity to think I could join such an elite team of trainers. So the Saturn Retail Training Team was quite elite. At the time, they were viewed as probably the best automotive training team of all automotive trainers because of the fact that they were transforming the industry and how people bought cars. And to this day, and I know you've heard me say this before, I am just so amazed at how much of what is going on in the car business today is what Saturn was doing back in the 90s. But they were just way too far ahead for the industry to appreciate it. Customers loved it, but the industry wasn't ready especially the manufacturers. They were not ready, and I'm not sure they're fully ready yet. But when I read some posts and things that some dealers are doing today, and sorry, but they're literally talking about it as if it's some brand new concept, and it's really not. For example, buying customers' cars directly, like Carvana is doing, like CarMax has been doing for years, buying their cars without any obligation from them to buy a car from you. We were doing that years ago. We'll buy your car from you even if you don't buy a car from us. We'll pay you cash for your car. And we'd give them current market value, Kelly Blue Book's current market value at the time. We'd do an appraisal. We'd give them 30 days. Hey, got 30 days if you want to sell us your car. And... I recently read a post that was all about CarMax and how they're making such incredible strides by buying cars at a higher price than dealers are doing it for. And I'm like, okay. We did that. (laughs) We did that in the 1990s. But dealers weren't ready for it. And many of them, as I said, are still not ready for it. So... Um, you know, this elite team of trainers was training 
people who wanted to be part of a different kind of a company, how to do things different with honesty and integrity and trust and respect and uh, focus on the customer experience and treating them with honesty and integrity. I mean, it was just, I miss it. I'm sure you can hear that I miss it Uh, because it was just so much fun and such a good way to do business. And I'm really glad that car companies are starting to move in that direction. Here's what I'm sad about. They're not doing it because they want to. They're not doing it because it's the right thing to do. They're doing it because customers have finally put their foot down and said, we're not going to do business the old way anymore. There are other companies out there who we can do business with that are a straight sale, full disclosure, total transparency, no games, And so that's who we're going to do business with. And the dealers that are not going to do business that way are going to go out of business. So because this team was so elite, so many people at the dealership just wondered how my ego could be as large as it was in their minds. That I would have the audacity to think I could join such an elite team of trainers. It's as if an enlisted guy had said, I'm going to be a Navy SEAL. It really was that big of a deal. Now, there's a figure in the Bible. His name is Timothy. There were two letters written to him by the Apostle Paul. The Timothy figure from the Bible represented more of my work personality type up to this point in my life. He's known for being a timid leader. In fact, uh, in the letter to first to Timothy, 1 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 11, Paul is kind of summing up to Timothy what he's asking him to do as a young minister to a group of people. He had laid out a whole bunch of teachings and he said, command and teach these things. And then here's the point I wanted to make. Let no one despise you for your youth, but set the believers an example in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, in purity. So he was being commanded to you know, besides teach the things that I've already told you to teach, don't let somebody despise your youth. Now, I was young, obviously, at the time, younger at the time, and very young in the car business, very new to the car business. But I had bought in hook, line, and sinker to this idea of the Saturn way of doing business. And I was so sold when I met some of the trainers Having been an educator myself previously, I was like, this is what I want to do. I want to be a trainer and I want to train these incredible concepts and ideas. And the thing was, I was applying them. I wasn't just learning about them. I was applying them every day back at the dealership and the way I treated customers and the way I dealt with the rest of the team and all the business that I did. I was so into it. Uh, They used to say about some of us that we bled Saturn blue, uh, which I think Saturn was red. The the actual logo was red, but that we just bled Saturn, right? So I was kind of like the Timothy figure, though, up to that point in my career where I was kind of somewhat submissive and not confident in myself and all that kind of thing. But at this point now, there was a transition. I started to believe in myself. In fact, There are two other characters in the Bible who were disciples of Jesus. 
and I write in the book, my new behavior was like James and John. They were called the sons of thunder in Scripture. Now, the reason they were called this is because they were pretty aggressive. Now, if you've read the Bible at all, you know that Peter was the one who always went out on a limb. You know, he pushed it out there and said, um, oh, hey, Jesus, don't you dare wash my feet. And so Jesus says, well, if I don't wash your feet, then you don't have any part with me. And he goes, okay, then do my whole body. <laughs> it was just this really um, out there guy, which is probably why Christ said, okay, upon this rock I will build my church, meaning the confession of his faith, because um, he was out there. But James and John were called the sons of thunder because they were also pretty aggressive with regard to some of the things that they did, and they both became pillars in the church. John actually wrote one of the Gospels. But at one point in time, during the time they were with Jesus, they went up to him and got the other disciples all upset because they asked Jesus to promote them after they all got to heaven. They said, hey, permit us to sit one on your right hand and one on your left hand when you come into your kingdom. <laughs> Some gall. As it turned out, almost everyone on our team wanted to work for Saturn Corporation. So kind of like the disciples, they all wanted to sit at Christ's right hand or left hand. But to go up to Jesus and ask for that was like, oh man, what a couple of arrogant dudes. And the, and the other disciples got angry with them for doing that. Um, several sales consultants and managers dreamed about becoming trainers for Saturn for a long time. So my attitude probably came off as somewhat arrogant to them. It is interesting to note with regard to this mindset of seeking promotion or setting goals or having a vision for the future that after James and John did that with Jesus, it's interesting to note that Jesus told James and John the position had already been filled. But listen to this. He didn't disparage them for asking the question or dreaming the dream. He never put them down for asking. He never said, oh, you shouldn't have asked that question. That's pretty arrogant of you. First of all, he asked him a question. Can you drink the cup that I'm going to drink? In other words, are you willing to put your life on the line for humanity? And they went, yeah, we can. He goes, okay, you will. <laughs> but who sits on my right and my left has already been decided by the Father. So I can't give that to you. But you're going to drink the cup. <laughs> okay. How does this all fit into my goals? Well, if you want to set a goal, go for it. Set the goal. Don't worry about the naysayers who say you can't do it. And certainly don't worry about asking the question. If you need to be redirected, that'll happen. That'll take care of itself. But don't be afraid to ask the question. Jesus never disparaged them for asking the question. Back to the book now, as you might expect, others immediately told me why someone like me could never make it as a Saturn trainer, including people I really respected. One, not enough experience in sales. Two, no automotive management experience. Three, no advanced degree. None of that stopped me from pursuing the dream. This was one of those times when I literally heard the naysayers say what they had to say, and it went in one ear and out the other. And I just nodded with a smile. 
Because I knew this was one of those times when you have a goal and you have a vision and you have a passion where you absolutely knew that is where you were headed. That's where I'm going. So none of that stopped me. When you have a vision or a goal, find out what it takes to achieve it. Unless it's unattainable, go for it. Now, what would something be that is unattainable? So I'm almost 64 years old. I'm six foot tall. And even though I'm in pretty good shape for an old guy, if I decided today, my goal is I want to be a starter at guard for the Golden State Warriors of the NBA. That, <laughs> that's probably unattainable, right? So that's what I mean when I say, unless it's unattainable. Unless it's unattainable, go for it. It felt like the spirit was upon me. And I was acting like a son of thunder. <laughs> so after I got back to the dealership, I picked up the phone and I called Saturn. Now, fortunately, one of Saturn's lead trainers, Joe Jordan, took my call. Of all the people you could ever meet professionally, Joe is one of the most encouraging and supportive. He treats everyone the same way. In fact, Joe was the first person I'd met who called both men and women on the team Buddy. And, and I remember asking him, Hey, Joe, I'm... I noticed that you call everyone buddy. Well, he, I believe, now this was a long time ago, but I'm pretty sure his response to me at the time was because it's gender neutral. It's not, and especially in the car business at the time, women were not in positions of authority. But on the Saturn retail training team, there were as many men as there were women or as <laughs> On the retail training team, there was as many women as there were men. And I've already said in past podcasts that at Saturn, women had a high place of authority at all levels. It, there really wasn't a, well, you can't hold this position because you're a woman. It, it didn't apply. And so it was Joe's way of showing respect and a positive attitude of equality. And Joe explained to me more experience in sales and sales management would be necessary. He suggested that finance management would also be helpful. So we agreed to stay in touch and I would let him know how things were going. It would likely be a few years before Saturn would even consider me provided that a position was even opened. Joe would continue to play a significant role in my journey and we are still friends today. Thanks Joe for being my wingman. In fact, Today is Wednesday, April 20th, 2022. I believe my first conversation with Joe was in 1996 or something like that. Joe and I spent, oh, about 45 minutes on a call together today talking about some future ideas and strategies. So I'm still friends with Joe and we still interact and we've done things together over the years. And uh, he's just one of the best in the business and personally. So the mile marker, have clear goals. Share them with others and make a plan to accomplish them. Know and write down the obstacles you need to overcome and list the people you need to connect with to help you along the way. 
set a deadline and list the benefits you will receive once you arrive at your destination. And for those of you who um, are fans of Zig Ziglar, that summary of the goal, what I just explained, is really a summary of Zig Ziglar's seven steps to goal setting. Number one, identify the goal. Number two, list the benefits. What's in it for me? Number three, list the obstacles to overcome. Number four, list the skills and knowledge required. Number five, identify the people and groups to work with. Number six, develop a plan of action. And number seven, set a deadline for achievement. And in order to accomplish the goal that I had to become a Saturn trainer, I used this goal setting plan. Zig Ziglar's, that exact plan. And I wrote it all out. So that is the message for today. I hope you make it a great week. I hope you set some goals and achieve some goals. I'd love to hear some of them that you've set and achieved. I know some of you who listen to this podcast uh, have set and achieved many goals. And I appreciate my connection to you and with you and our friendship. Until next time, may God richly bless everything that you do.